Holy shit, I'm gonna come. Because I just went gay all of a sudden. Pat's Blue Ribbon! I'm Charles Foster King! Snap out of it! Ahoy, sexy! It's showtime, folks. What's up, Criteria Cats? You are listening to the Criteria Cast, the only podcast about the Criterion Collection that matters. Today we are discussing one of my favorite films, Jacques Tati's surrealist comedy and satire, Playtime. I'm your host, Gabe. I'm your other host, AJ. Oh, and uh, today we're, we're uh, joined by our maybe one of our best guests that you've never seen before, <laughs> Deckard. Glad to be here. Yeah, uh, this is this is great because uh, we, we double-checked that we're recording this time. Deckard is... Uh, he was part of one of the, probably our better podcasts that is just lost to the sands of time. The famous lost episode. <laughs> the lost episode. Yeah, man, that was a shame. But we got this one to make up for it. I think we should start like improvising what we talked about, like we because no one's ever going to hear it. We can just build on it, like oh, the lost episode. Oh, we really you know <laughs> fix things. <laughs> and... Yeah, no, Deckard. Uh, Deckard like proposed a solution to the capitalist society, and it's just lost. Yeah, I mean, like Israel and Palestine would be best buddies. <laughs> if that episode had been released but yeah sadly it really was <laughs> it was a key you know just like lois it was a key lois is the key all right so this is criteria cast deckard uh what's your i like the new name yeah, yeah. thank you <laughs> it's <laughs> it's fun it's flirty it's ready for spring but what's your relationship with the criterion collection um my mother gave me her criterion collection uh password a couple months ago and this is first time no i used amazon for this one so i didn't even use it for this i haven't used it yet but i know of it i've seen the blu-rays yeah um, <laughs> i thought you were about to say your mom had a full criterion collection no, i was no, like no. you need to run yeah. through that if so yeah we, uh, we i've seen a couple here and there but not like i wasn't seeking out the criterion yeah there's a lot of shit that i know you're a personal fan of that is in the <laughs> collection but yeah today we're talking about playtime deckard you said you hadn't seen it before i have not i knew almost nothing about it going i watched it just a couple hours ago so it's really fresh in my head yeah um, i was i don't know why but just i was expecting something like in my head i was like picturing toys with robin williams i don't know why <laughs> like that was like the vibe i was expecting and it definitely was not that. Like a super obvious satire, like blown <laughs> yeah. out of proportions. Well, I thought playtime was going to be like toys and stuff. I have, I have no idea. I thought it was going to be like a toy factory. Oh, you thought it was literally going to be a toy factory. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, if I was expecting that and then like 10 minutes in, I hadn't gotten a single toy, I'd be pissed. So. Well, 10 minutes in, I, yeah. I don't know that I had a single, you know, I don't know that we knew anything. No, yeah. <laughs> it's just like people walking down hallways with the yeah. loudest footsteps ever. Oh my god, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, the, the loudest footsteps. <laughs> now this the entire the, the mixing on this entire on this entire project is kind of like it was intentional, but still an odd choice for a lot of characters to make them like stick out. Right. Well it's like there's zero dialogue and just and yeah. Uh, like cacophony of a fo foley work like every time someone sits in a chair it's louder than any time yeah. they talk but it, it's still so like individualized like you hear like the like, it doesn't just sound like a mess of noise it's like okay that's the newspaper here that's the mm -hmm. you know, this and that it's yeah but 
for those of you at home who don't know what playtime is, let's briefly kind of go over it. I was I was gonna say the plot, but there's no fucking plot to this movie. Let's not even try. There's no. even on the Wikipedia plot summary, it, it just says there are vignettes. So uh, I'm not yeah. being a dummy when I say there's no plot. But no, I'm. I mean, it's very intentionally like like a like an, a movie that doesn't give you a central character or narrative to follow. It just gives you like 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 you know, AJ said vignettes that you can choose to engage with whatever characters are present in that vignette. And it very fluidly moves from one to the next. And you're just kind of voyeuristically looking at it. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm a voyeur and I got some weird freak fetish, but I just like watching people. It did feel like that. Yeah. Especially the way it was shot so wide. Mm-hmm. You really felt like you were, not to be corny, but like you you really felt like you were like in that setting. Like you were in an airport or whatever. Like, yeah, there's nothing like super guiding the eye, mm-hmm. so you can just pick anywhere in the frame and look at it because most of the stuff is just background noise. Like I, I started watching this on fucking one, two, three movies because I'm a criminal, and then <laughs> oh, it, I was the same movie. Well, crimes, yeah. no, it, I didn't finish. It ended up not having captions for it. And I was like, well, yeah. shit. Oh, I gotta watch it with captions, and then I bought it on Amazon about ten minutes, and I was like, oh, that was completely unnecessary. Yeah. The worst. Yeah, this is the one movie <laughs> that no dialogue has ever mattered in. Yeah. Like, Every single line is totally inconsequential. Like, no, it builds the world, but you're not going to, you know, not understand what's going on any more than if you were just watching it with the sound off, which, you know, keep the sound on because it's got great Foley work alone. Almost no music until the end. Obviously, there was, uh, you know, the band and whatnot. But No, this this movie's very... um... It's very sterile. It, may, it has a, a lot of sterile elements and it's, it's weird juxtaposition between like letting you choose who you're interacting with on the screen, but never actually like welcoming you to a narrative. I don't know. This movie is very odd. You know, it's kind of like a. It's like, have you two ever seen uh, Nashville, the Robert Altman movie from the 70s? I haven't. I haven't. So that's very similar to this. It's more like in your face it's all these stars like jeff goldblum and a lot of 70 stars elliot gould but it's very similarly like there's no uh, line of dialogue that's really consequential to the plot like it's all just background to build the world you follow like 25 different characters it's just a bunch of series of vignettes and uh whereas that one's like you know a drab southern town in the 70s this is like the most heightened sets for an office building imaginable like everything's yeah. gray but it's so colorful somehow at yeah. the same time I mean, I, I, this is one of the only films that I got introduced to, except for like M as well, in like a like an international oh, film class. Oh, and you've already like, seen oh, M, Gabe? I've seen I I only saw the parts I needed to to see to like ace quiz, quizzes and like right. Yeah, that's coming that, up. I know that's the, that's the one with the with the the, the child predator, right? Yeah, the yeah. Kinder Murder. Yeah, I think I've seen that. It's the dude who did um, Metropolis. Yeah, Fritz Lang. Fritz Lang, yeah. Yeah, that's like three episodes from now we'll be talking about M. So we'll yeah. save that for the M talk. But that's one of those movies I don't know that I've I don't know if I've seen it or if I've seen things like about it and then it just like you know what I mean? I'm just kinda of like, well maybe. If you haven't watch it again. It's a it's a fun movie. It's uh, uh, I don't know if you guys just know the general premise, but and we'll talk about this in the actual episode. I fucking love M. It's one of my favorites. It's he's a child murderer who then the actual like criminals, the underground criminals of the town, get fucking sick yeah. of because he's making 
cops break down more of their criminal ring, so they decide that they're going to catch the child murderer themselves. It's just like a bunch of criminals that <laughs> just all go after this one guy, and it's Peter Laurie looking the chubbiest he's ever looked. Like, he's just got big cheeks. They're just Peter chasing him Laurie. around the town. That name sounds super familiar. He's he's like, mm, uh, well, uh, Dr. The, Frankenstein. Uh, okay. Igor? Igor, He's yeah. like that. I don't think he ever actually played Igor, but every interpretation of Igor is just Peter just Lorre. <laughs> if you've seen Looney Tunes, you've seen Peter Lorre. I, there were certain points in this movie, I was really, I need like subway surfers on the bottom to like. <laughs> <laughs> to, to stay <laughs> engaged. Like a clip of uh, Family Guy to the right, side. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, this movie, this movie, it, 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 I think it both benefits and then it's hindered by its long shots because, I mean, every scene is just like either move is like a, a dynamically moving to the next like vignette or like setting, and again, you're not welcome to like directly engage with like a, with like a protagonist. So you're just like, okay, so if this scene doesn't interest you, it's so easy to just like drift off. Yeah, like, I need uh, to get like a a phone locker for myself. I gotta. Hold yeah. myself accountable, which is this would have been great to see in a theater with like surround sound and a big picture where it's like, oh, I am actually in an elevator. The uh, magic of the movies. I, I, so I have I have some nice headphones. So when you put those in and listen to the audio, it just blows your fucking ears out. So the surround sound would fuck you up. I feel like I'd fall asleep. <laughs> I'd be out. Uh, dang. <laughs> uh, Take acid and microdose working in an office. <laughs> So were you just like not drawn in by the setting? Or? No, I, okay. So the beginning, like the first forty minutes, I was super drawn in, and maybe like the last 30, 40 minutes as well. I I loved. Yeah. There was there were some parts in the middle where I just I kind of lost focus. I was I didn't go on my phone or anything, but I was just I stopped really thinking about it. I, this very, movie yeah. really does encourage just like daydreaming kind of spacing out because i'm I'm not just like boring twitter i was watching it and even then still i was like oh i haven't really like thought about it because it's just so right. kind of relaxing too just ambient noise yeah. it's literally like asmr the movie <laughs> no i mean the, 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 i mean so i guess a little bit of trivia is that this entire set was built um like very meticulous meticulously for all these scenes and um yeah i mean that gray that subdued gray and very like voyeuristic glass everywhere is it has this really weird like calmness about it despite i, I would have so much anxiety if i lived in the background setting that aj has if people just look in my window every night but there's something <laughs> there's something so charming about seeing people living their lives and like that like that like slice of life aspect to this movie where you're just like oh that's very pleasant you're just seeing people be people which, like, that's definitely not the overall intention is to make this look like a pleasant, oh, no, this is the world no. we want. <laughs> it's not. This, this is definitely a satire, but again, in, in some way, it's charming. I don't know. There's a, this movie is filled with juxtaposition, in my opinion. I I loved that. I feel like a lot of sci-fi and just dystopian kind of futuristic things of the 60s and 70s. Was this 70s or 60s? This right was the 60s. Yeah. 60s? Okay. Yeah. Um, What's always like, oh, what if technology was evil? And this is like, what if technology made old people do silly stuff? Yeah. <laughs> what if, what what if, if old yeah. people didn't get it? Yeah. What if technology led to bits? <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, it's also just like the absurdity of like a very like hyper consumeristic society where it's like you have all this really weird, ga these weird gadgets and this like highly designed 
world that's just absurd. Well, it's also a, a critique of how this is just what the world is now, a giant office building with ugly-ass grace uh, walls around it. They have the posters for the different places you can travel, and they're just the same right. building. Like, one of them's blocking the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. yeah. Or when she opens the door, and it's in the reflection, there's, like, a poster of the Eiffel Tower. Is that what you're... Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, that too. Um, yeah. So, very, very anti-work. Work sucks. It's a real work sucks I movie. I agree with that. <laughs> I'm just imagining a poster <laughs> for this, like the tagline, work sucks. <laughs> if it was like a, like a 2000s. Uh, yeah, yeah. It stars like <laughs> Dax Shepard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Playtime with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He's just like doing his Deadpool shtick throughout the office. Rob Schneider is the <laughs> architect. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that last scene though, that last like thirty minutes before like the the um you know the credits was pretty went pretty hard. It was like oh, a forty two minute. I loved it when all the shit's just like falling down. I yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, one building to the joke. It's just the longest build to that last joke. Just everything is so precise and like we've made it so that everything is aligned and this is the most efficient way to live, and that it all just crumbles down anyway. <laughs> right. Like, well, why not that, have some style? Well, that, and there's also that, that fucking, like, facade where it's, like, no one knows what they're doing. Every, everything's falling apart. People are, like, completely, like, shirking their duties. Everyone's like, just getting in line, copying someone else. Every building yeah. is the same. Every person's wearing the same thing. All the cars no... are exactly the same. If you yeah. Know, the same <laughs> yeah. model. Um, yeah. Like, when, at the end, when all shit's falling down, it's like, here, you're the architect. He just passes it to the high waters <laughs> guy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's like even even the whole confusion with the uh, what is ostensibly the main protagonist, the the director Ooh, Jacques Tati. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Even that he gets mistaken for someone else. Like it's another guy in a scarf. Yeah, it shows like even right. your heroes are all the same. <laughs> it's just it, it it's I don't know it, it's scathing and it's great. And if in on multiple reviewings you'll see like little weird details. Like there's a thief in that ending scene that's just taking shit. He wears a black leather jacket. He's just walking around in the kitchen, taking wires, taking That's supplies. I and didn't notice just, that at all. Yeah, there were... just, yeah, it just illustrates how absent-minded everyone is and how everyone's just, like, faking it till they make it. And like, everything's every... falling apart around them. And you can watch any person on the screen and they will do a full, like, scene there. It's not, there's no extras, just like, oh, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, they all have something they're doing. They all feel real. There was a letterbox review that was like, this is where's Waldo if everyone was Waldo. <laughs> this would be so hard to make today just with the fact that aren't extras like not allowed to talk? Um, de <laughs> depends on whether they get paid a higher amount or not. Gosh, like, it would be much more expensive to do those. Oh, yeah, no. Y you make literally just minimum wage as an extra. I was an extra for a couple months. Um, oh, what were you in? I was in a winning uh, time, yeah. rap shit, and some Apple Plus show. I can't remember the name of. Oh, that's awesome. Um, my girlfriend's friend was in the new Joker too. She was God damn it! Guy. Oh, I <laughs> she, got, that she got so kicked off set. She got kicked off set. Yeah. What? For what? I think she was either like like trying to like talk to Lady Gaga or was getting too close to Lady Gaga or something. Oh, that's that's yeah. awesome. We need to we need to get your <laughs> friend. Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get her on the podcast because that's 
the our kind of folk someone yeah, who gets kicked her, off the joker too says <laughs> <laughs> the working yeah. the working title was juliet like i i knew people i talked to people who were on the joker too so and i was like i'm so fucking jealous of you i wanted to get on joker too and young sheldon those are my like my waterloos <laughs> okay controversial opinion maybe not because it's you know i had like 15 seasons young sheldon is i can fucking watch that show so hard i can sit down and watch that show <laughs> all right like, we're gonna need to, yeah. we're gonna yeah. need to devote like 20 minutes just to let you cook like sell us on young sheldon <laughs> yeah 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 pitch us on young sheldon please it's just fucking it's like it feels just like the type of shows that you see on like tiktok with like subway surfers running underneath yeah. like, it's that kind of fucking show but it's just like mental just like can't i don't know just like feeds you exactly what you want i love that is fucking it, show. is it like when you is it like is it like the same sensation when you play like candy crush where you're like i know exactly. yeah it's every super, level there's like it's like coco melon like it's just yeah. like <laughs> it's adult coco melon yeah it's that channel, you, turn, it's it's the like, channel <laughs> you turn on to make sure your dog doesn't shit on the floor <laughs> Imagine? I, 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 I've never really watched Big Bang Theory, but my dad was just watching Young Sheldon when I was fucking over there in Sweden a couple months ago, or I guess probably about a year ago now. But um, I, he he had it on, and I was just like, "Damn, like this is fucking good." And I never, <laughs> I was never like a Big Bang Theory person, but I was like, "This, this is what's up." So it was just young, like me for real. <laughs> was, was, was Young Sheldon on TV, or did your dad like find a way to stream Young Sheldon? No, it was on. It was on TV. It was just like, okay on for hours, and we just sat there. And was it like dubbed? Like, did they? No Swedish TV. Like, if it's English, it's English. They just put like oh, okay. yeah, Swedish subtitles on the bottom. I'm just imagine like a young uh, <laughs> Sven or something. There are a lot of like uh, Garfield is Gustav. <laughs> <laughs> well, like. I feel like most of the countries, like in that hemisphere of the world, they're like smarter than us because, like, my cousins who are German just speak perfect English. Yeah, no, we've been thinking about going over there um, to move there, and it's just so yeah. presumptuous to be like, "Well, they all speak English." All <laughs> <Yeah>. but... <laughs> I mean, you pick up some Swedish if you go yeah, there, so you like, can't help it. My eleven-year-old cousins have better English than the eleven-year-olds oh, yeah. I teach it. <laughs> Dude, Dude, so yeah. true. I hope they're not listening to this. RIP to these kids. I'm they worried. can't read subtitles. They wouldn't watch this movie. The kids don't even. They don't draw. They don't draw pictures. They draw memes. Like I was doing sidewalk chalk because we're just drawing memes. <laughs> dude, we're, dude I, so I think you know, like we're pretty fucked because we were like fourteen, fifteen when we got memes. These kids are gonna be insane. I have like like second graders who will like sing like TikTok songs or like things that are like not a, like like why do we, like i don't know just they, they just know like 20 seconds of a song from the 80s oh, yeah. you know no yeah, yeah anytime yeah. you want to you want to like if you have the ox for some reason you ask a six-year-old hey what do you want to listen to they're not going to say like moana they're going to say some song that's on tiktok right there was some song about corn that was recently really big that the kids always uh, yeah. wanted to listen to um, Wait, corn as in corn, the death metal band, or corn like? <laughs> no, no, it was like a kid singing about corn because he oh, like okay. tape, yeah. And yeah. then it was just like then every company who like has anything to do with corn just like it's like made a TikTok with them, yeah. yeah. Which is like everything. Like everything like, ever, yeah. It's just yeah. made of corn. If if we had a modern <laughs> playtime, would it revolve around social media like TikTok time or something like that? I'd be like people like bumping into each other, taking TikTok. <laughs> yeah that would be a scathing uh, satire uh that just yeah that's the thing like i don't think satire plays well anymore because like 
were too insane. Yeah. Um, I've also been talking about this, how it's so hard to write comedy about our current times, because by the time it comes out, every joke has been made on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. It feels... Watching shows back, you know, 10, 15 years ago, where they would talk about current events, it felt like it wasn't as, like, cringy, but now it's like, ugh, like, they have TikTok, and, like, they're, like, new family guys, they're like, oh, they'll make, like, a like a non-binary joke or something it's like okay like that's been on like conservative like facebook for like family guy should not have existed out of the bush era like they're solely we should be in iraq if family guys on tv (laughs) aj's petition to go back to iraq to make family to make family guy good again Make Family Guy great again. Go back to Iraq. Mr. Senator, you don't understand. These jokes are cringe and mid. This, this would be a this would be a hard Family Guy casting, this movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh who would be who would be background person number I feel three? Like number it, this one would have to be one of those like back to the multiverse episodes with fucking Brian it's and It's all Stewie. just different versions yeah. of Brian yeah. and Stewie. <laughs> We're in the, the playtime multiverse, Brian. I'm surprised that like, there hasn't been more references to playtime in pop culture, you know? Yeah, no, it's pretty beloved. Thing. Like, every yeah. most of the trivia was, again, just... This is on everyone's top ten list. Like, it was number 23 on the recent Sight and Sound best movies list. So, it's... Yeah, I really haven't seen much representation of it in pop culture. Like, The Simpsons, I don't think, have ever done a playtime. And they've done Citizen Kane, like, 24 times. You think it? You think it's just because it's French and no one really cares? That's definitely a big reason. I'm gonna be real. Yeah, like, probably. Yeah. I'm gonna be real. Like my one of my professors is like French, and whenever he's talking about France, I just zone out. So I, I think <laughs> that's part of it. I think I don't think Americans do well with French media. I think we just go. Ah, that's where I'm going this summer. It's gonna be a good time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Gabe, are you gonna be in France when we watch Before Sunset? Because like that's maybe the most romantic viewing anyone could have of any movie. Possibly, we'll see. When's oh the schedule? Uh, it's like June. Potentially, yeah. Oh, you're gonna be in France for the summer of love. <laughs> Where I'm just like basically being spit on by all the women in France. Yeah. <laughs> if you're into that, um. Uh, you know. <laughs> Let's do some production time, which is what I'm calling this segment now. Um, so this film, you know, is famous for its enormous, specially constructed sets and background stage, which was dubbed Tativille after Jacques Tati, the director. And this caused the film's budget to balloon to 17 million francs, which I did the conversion today would be about 30, $33 million. Um, I know, honestly, they, they're building yeah. it up like it was, oh, his big, uh, flop, like, oh, he put all of his money into this. I'm like, that's. So it's it, it contextually it's important to remember that like French people used to make like films with like literally a camera and two random people off the street and like so for a pack them, of cigarettes huge. yeah and a pack of cigarettes so for them this was huge but like for Americans it's just like oh yeah it's a yeah true I guess compared to like the French cinema of the time like Breathless or fucking Four Hundred Blows which is just about a kid in an apartment like this yeah Red seem, Balloon yeah <laughs> this is rather extravagant but, you know, Red Balloon. <laughs> The red bull, yeah, kid like with the he's got like a balloon that's like his friend or some shit, <laughs> and She's... it's like and like some French kids like kick his ass, like break his balloon, and then like a million balloons like float in the sky. Yeah. Do they kick his ass because of the balloon? Like I don't know. I, don't, I think I think freak it's like his, it's like his friend, like it's like sentient. 
Mm. Right, we had it on VHS when I get I watched it all the time. It was like 15 minutes. It was like the shortest fucking thing. Uh, I can't say I've seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I want to now. It just sounds kind of funny. Like, so the budget uh, and other disasters caused this movie to be filmed over the course of three years because he would yeah. just keep running out of budget and he'd have to take out loans and other stuff that put him in debt. But I was just thinking, God, imagine filming this movie over three years. It's like, no, 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 there has to be more. More angles. <laughs> God, just so much being in this mindset for three years of a meticulously crafted office building. No, I think I think it probably benefited him in like the performance of, uh, or at least the execution, because being in that mindset for three years would make you f- just fucking insane enough to make this like work. It's gonna make you a little silly, is... yeah. Oh yeah, he's a silly, goofy guy going about this modern. I, will, I guess it's not I will, modern anymore, but yeah, it's an attempt. But like, I will say this about the film ending sequence: pretty shit. That's my hot take. I hated the ending. I've always hated the ending sequence. Not the forty-two minute take in the restaurant, but uh, where they just kind of fucking get the yeah. buses and just kind of go. Yeah, it's just over, kind of. I mean, that's how fucking is that you go to France. That's, that's the way like that fucking tourist, goes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the way just, she goes. I know. Sometimes she goes. Life, sometimes. That's life, Gabe. <laughs> I just, I so I, I can't complain because it's like I can't be like, well, there's no conclusion. There wasn't a story really. But like it just didn't quite, you know, need closure. I didn't even need closure. I just needed <laughs> something a little more interesting. The whole like, the, so they peaked so hard in the forty-two minute bit in the restaurant, and then it just was like, okay, well, some more. They were setting it up for the sequel oh. spin-off series. I wish, man. Tati I would, I would plus. pay for a sequel. <laughs> I, <would, laughs> I, I would pay for a sequel to Playtime. I did like you guys, this. Did you guys wait for the post-credit scene? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it teased Blue Beetle. <laughs> where it's, no, no, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just that like girl who's clearly French and overdubbed with an English accent. It's just oh, her on a plane for twenty eight minutes. I was gonna say it looked like when they were speaking English, they just like had them like say English lines and then had someone who could like actually yeah. speak English go over it. Yeah, so that it like, kind of matched exactly... up, but like, <laughs> no, yeah, it wasn't so quite like... like Godzilla level, but. It was it was, it was a it was a French actress that was trying to portray an American, and I think in production they're like, well, yeah, but yeah, like in... she's seen entitled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like those old spaghetti westerns where they just had everyone speak whatever language they naturally spoke, and the only way you knew it was your line is if they stopped talking, and then they'd all be like, "Bill Carson, he is in Texas." Have you guys done any uh, Sergio Leone yet, or is that in the Criterion? Um, I'd have to check if he's I, in I it. Know. I know, like, his bangers aren't, like, the Dollars trilogy isn't, but he probably has some artsy movie that they're, like, we deem this one appropriate. So, Tati wanted the film to be in color, but look like it was filmed in black and white, and the predominant colors are shades of gray, blue, black, and grayish white, with green and red highlights. Alright, it's color time on Criterocast. This is going to be a regular segment where we talk about pretty colors for a while. Yeah, I really loved the use of color in this movie. Like, everything is gray, but not drab. That, that's impressive. Because even for satires that do stuff like this, where it's like, oh, it's supposed to be an oppressively gray and bleak system, it's usually like, yeah, and it also looks fucking ugly. But this was beautiful. Yeah. 
it was very vibrant and i don't know what gave it that kind of like pop because it was just gray or black suits and people scoffed when like like certain characters were like green <laughs> or brown but um yeah it was every every everyone was vibrant i don't know what that was yeah <laughs> well it was it was the way they did it is like it's never just pure gray it's always like a shade of bluish gray or something like that which is what uh you know a lot of cinematographers especially nowadays don't understand is that something can look ugly but you know good to look at like every modern movie just is just dimly lit you can't see shit and it all just looks like a bowl of farts i swear every movie's just darker and darker i've been saying that did you see the wicked yeah. promos that came out no like wicked what like, like... yeah they're making a wicked movie well they're making two actually it's two-parter making... oh, okay but yeah, they put out the like first look at the characters, and you can't see shit in either of them. Also, did you guys see the? Did you see the promo for like uh, the Little Mermaid? Yep. You can't see shit in that either. It's nope. dark as fuck. Well, my theory is that a lot of the darkness is because the CG just isn't as good as we want it yeah. to be, and so the darker it is, the less you can see it. <laughs> I like we're talking about a dystopian like setting, like a dystopian movie. Yet our world is somehow more dystopian. Oh no, I was thinking that. Like I was like, this is like. <laughs> fun <laughs> yeah this is nice you know <laughs> i would take this world the world's gotten so bad we're gonna watch like fucking brazil just be like oh i wish yeah. it were me <laughs> <laughs> like i look at this world like i see like this like idea this this like horrible version of france like horrible in quotations and i'm just like i don't know man that kind of looks like fun yeah, yeah it's kind of a vibe at least it's probably cleaner than real france yeah <laughs> no, definitely it's definitely cleaner than real france. get their ass <laughs> you guys you guys heard of the um something like the paris effect or whatever where some people like live their whole lives with this idealization of france they get so like obsessed they with have like france. ratatouille paris in their head yeah and then they yeah. go and they get they go into like a psychosis because it's so fucking disgusting <laughs> it's a no, real dude, thing you can look it up yeah it's like no it's i don't know what people think it's like france was like like it's like a what nearly thousand year old like place it's like she of course old. it kind of sucks she old she's stanky paris mm. syndrome a sense of extreme disappointment exhibited by some individual individuals when visiting paris who feel the city was not what they had expected <laughs> the condition is commonly viewed as a severe form of culture shock <laughs> <laughs> i diagnose awesome. you with culture shock <laughs> i'm just imagining someone getting off a plane and looking at the eiffel tower and throwing up <laughs> <laughs> Or they just breathe in. Did you guys catch that in the credits? <laughs> there was a dude named Jacques Paris, or probably Jacques Perry. <laughs> that was my nah. first note. Is that this fucking French movie has a guy named Jacques Perry? <laughs> of course, though. That like... sounds like a like a <laughs> character in like a Japanese fighting game, like the French guy. Yeah, <laughs> like that's Steven America. <laughs> yeah, good for Jacques Perry getting work. Um, Tati detested close-ups, considering them crude. He shot in 65mm film so that all the actors and their movements would be visible. Almost the entire film was also dubbed after shooting, and the editing process took nine months. Yeah, that makes perfect sense, honestly. I, I like, love detesting close-ups, like, <laughs> hating a close-up that much. Ew, ew, ew! Like, like, like <laughs> he would hate 4K, like, oh, I can see their force! Oh my god, back up! He's <laughs> watching, like, he's Passion got, like, of Joan of Arc and just... <laughs> <laughs> he's got, like, he's got, like, you know what trichophobia is? Like, this fear mm -hmm. of, like, 
holes. holes. Yeah. So he's like, he like, <laughs> looks at somebody with like pores and he just like fucking freaks out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate the wide shot nature of it. Not a lot of movies like that where, you know, if you're not fully paying attention to every single second, you'll get the idea. You just look around the frame, kind of live in the world. I appreciate I, it. This is a real, I get it kind of movie for me. Like, yeah, I get it. I'd write a paper on this. I don't know if I'd watch it on my mm. birthday, but. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. No, I I mean, this, this, I will say this about the movie is that it does benefit. Like I said this earlier, it benefits from like reviews because, or re rewatching it because, because of the wide shot and this like the fucking like plethora of like characters, you always see them doing something new. Which yeah. adds to that voyeuristic nature of it. I don't know. I'm just I'm just basically copy pasting my my like paper points. Sorry. <laughs> you read a whole paper on playtime. I wrote, I wrote a twelve page paper on this movie. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. Give us Damn. some tidbits. I want to hear. I mean, it's not so cool. It's not so interesting because a lot of it had to do with like the social goings on of France at the time. There was a serious like. Um, give us some context, like, you know, Gaby. So, like, similar to, like, what was going on in the U.S., there was a very, like, uh, liberal, liberal, like, young liberal movement in France that was essentially mm-hmm. just, like, you know, advocating for more social change. Uh, there's not, there wasn't, like, the same kind of social rights violations in France because, you know, it's France, you know, they don't let people into France, you know, you know. You know, I, have to, I don't have to say it. The big takeaway from this episode is going to be fuck the French, which <laughs> was not my intention going in. No, it's that's a thing. Like, I think France is perfectly fine, but like, you know. I feel like we just hate them because they hate us, you know. What's yeah. the thing, too? That's what's so <laughs> odd, because they're technically our, our oldest ally. But like, there's just this weird frenemy vibe with France. It's always been pretty persistent. I do love how quick they are just fucking riot. I think that's real. Just blow some shit. Yeah, they raised the retirement age one year and they're burning down the Louvre. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I, yeah, I respect cool. that, dude. Yeah, for sure. No, there's a lot of things about France I detest and a lot of things I respect, so it's kind of weird. You know, they made some good movies. Um, yeah, makes this some good one art. included. Um, the film was a financial failure, but acclaimed by critics upon its initial release, causing Tati to be in debt for several years. It has gone on to be considered one of the greatest films ever made. It was recently voted as the 23rd best film of all time in the Sight and Sound poll, which I mentioned earlier, as well as ranking 43rd on the BFI's list of the 100 greatest films. That's the British Film Institute. That's crazy that I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's like, it's, it's like supposed to, I think it's just because this movie is like, considered like <laughs> french it's one it's french and two yeah. kind of considered pretentious so i would kind of, i would think any if anyone said like this is their favorite movie i would think yeah they're pretentious yeah totally yeah that's, that's why like, it was I, a great movie but yeah i don't really view this movie as super pretentious they're having a silly no, not, goofy I don't time think with the, it i don't think the movie is no, pretentious, no, no. someone told me that's their favorite movie I wouldn't believe them. I would think they're kind of a wiener, definitely. Yeah. But I'd be like, all right, you know, it's not a movie that's actually bad, but people pretend to like. So, whatever, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> Likes playtime as your number one. Yeah, you watch. You watch people, don't you? Yeah, you guys. You guys are really coming at me right now because this is one of my favorite movies. But... <laughs> whatever, dude. Like, I don't care. It's, it's fair. I'll, I'll take every criticism because, yeah, you have to be kind of a weird voyeur to really like this movie. You're a big fan of like working class satire. I feel, Gabe, because you also love oh, Triangle yeah. of Sadness. I love Triangle of Sadness. I don't know. I've I... never heard of that. 
No, that one to watch. Yeah, it's pretty good. It just came out last year. Okay, it's about a bunch of rich people who get sick on a boat. (laughs) That's as much as I'm gonna say. Okay, yeah. yeah. But Gabe, have you? I don't like too much going into it. It's kind of nice to go in like. I know I knew jack shit about this. I just I had seen the one. What is your uh, background decorative of just cubicles? And I was like, okay, I think I kind of get the idea. (laughs) That wasn't you that far off, but yeah. So the goofy time gabe so have you seen uh any other like work sucks movies like modern times or fucking oh office yeah space? Office, office, office space, space. Office yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i'm also a fan of office space um i've seen more clips of it i haven't actually sat for the entire movie i'll be honest but every clip i've seen i like the satire of it um you guys uh, seen, like i think it's sorry to bother you yeah i've seen sorry to bother you that's also very similar and that movie when they're the horse people that shit yeah. nuts. <laughs> um, that's a movie that really wears its oh, I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said that I shouldn't have said that there's zero chance anyone's gonna yeah, no. <laughs> understand what that means but yeah that's a that's a, not a very subtle satire you know it's very in your face right. about it which can work in satires I think that's more triangle of sadness is pretty in your face this is not subtle but it's not like making a point like look yeah. here yeah i i like that about this movie is that like it's clearly a satire and you're cued into the idea that's a satire but it, it that's not really like even the central there is no central focus to this movie but that certainly isn't it either it really reminded me of gabe have you seen uh modern times it's a charlie chaplin movie no i haven't no it is so fucking similar to this like just down to the protagonist being a moot uh silly dude who kind of happens into situations but that's also yeah. a big work sucks movie is that is well, he like fucking around like a work site in that yeah he like gets uh, that's the one where he goes into the cogs stuff like that yeah, yeah i think i've seen yeah. oh i have I, i've seen i had to see i had to watch clips of that for that one of the, my film classes actually i think because i yeah. remember but um, i really like it i like charlie chaplin which my big complaint for this movie is i don't like uh, the protagonist of this as much as no he was too tramp. subtle i wish he was I yeah wish he, he, was... he seemed like a real yeah. dude he wasn't doing like the kind of obvious like this is oh silly so that was this so that's 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 monsieur who and that's basically just france's idea of what charlie chaplin's fucking uh uh i mean i guess charlie chaplin's what was it called what was it was the tramp yeah that's just he's basically Francis Tramp, and that's what also I think is kind of cool about this movie is that it's basically just a silent film with sound effects. It really, that's what this is. There's no real dialogue. It's just like you're watching characters kind of do slapstick comedy, very like effects. subtle and kind of French yeah. comedic yeah. slapstick. Like no one's really slipping on a banana peel or falling over because their cane broke. It's like they sat in a chair weirdly. Yeah, they like had this weird notion that someone was holding a chair for them and they weren't, and so they sat down and fell. That's the most searing French humor is if someone <laughs> in a suit can sit in a chair wrong. Yeah, or so, or like one of the one of the funny things. Well, I guess one of the funny bits at the end was that like there is wet paint and everyone had it on their back, so they all were they were all marked. I don't know. There's yeah. a lot of funny bits. Give it a chance. I, don't know. I gotta say, I enjoyed the tone. I can't say I thought anything was like personally funny nothing really made me laugh i thought i enjoyed the vibe of it being goofy and heightened but i was never yucking it up i laughed once when he was showing the dude the map on the like marble 
Yeah, yeah it's like and he pointing around like where yeah. everything goes, and then he took it away, and the drunk dude was still like yeah. going on the marble, like acting like there was. A... <laughs> yeah, uh, the big, the closest it got was when I saw the posters for the world of the different places in the world you could go. I went, huh? Like I get it. That was very yeah. well done. This, <laughs> this, a this, 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 this is a joke. This is definitely was like a movie, like like when uh. They're doing the, the door slamming and the whole time the other dude's being loud as shit. So it's like, what does it fucking matter? Like, there's yeah. it's not doesn't eliminate noise. It's just like eliminates one. Like, I thought that was kind of funny, but again, I, was, I wasn't I mean, like twirling. I, I, I thought I thought that, I thought the choice of a German actor was funny for that though. Mm-hmm. That was just like some loud German dude who's like quick to anger. I don't know. They probably, they probably still got some German resentment too. Like I'm sure people were busting a gut laughing at the Germans at that point in France. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, the German was portrayed to be an idiot, so you know, I was like, ha. <laughs> that's kind of funny contextually. I don't know. I this movie, um, I don't think you're gonna like ever burst out laughing, but I think it just like consistently has like little bits that you, you that you'll appreciate. It's a lot, it's a very yucky movie where you're like, ha, you know, yeah, that was clever. Or that was that's a nice callback. Bravo! But, it's a real. Hmm. I see you, Tati. Yeah, I know it's it feels <laughs> pretentious to like really appreciate it, but I do. I like say this it. like I'm a fucking myself. intellectual peer. Yo, were you guys not smoking a pipe while you watch this? <laughs> that would have increased the vibe. I feel. I feel like if we all got robes and sat down with a pipe and watched this, <laughs> it'd be a great time. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny. They were like, oh, look at all this high tech stuff. They still, like, this is the future, but there's still dudes <laughs> with like bikes and shit. Like, everyone looks like they're in the 60s in France. Yeah, they're all wearing boxes. They just have like buttons on the walls, you know? Yeah. And the, the, the buttons, like, the, you know, there's always panels of like colors and switches and buttons in, in these movies. They're never fucking labeled. No, that was the they're funny part. Labeled, when, yeah. Like, the night watchman or the elevator <laughs> guard or something go, uh, just yeah, goes over. Dude. There's like a million buttons and he just goes, ah, and picks the right one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always, I, I don't know. I, thought, I mean, that kind of goes to that 1960s aesthetic of like what technology will be if you ever if you watch like kubrick's you know 2001 where it's like yeah. oh this is the future and it's like the the production really... design of the future is still just like a huge wall with a tiny tv in it yeah <laughs> like they couldn't imagine so, flat screens this is family guy graphics in 2014 so like, <laughs> yeah. bringing it back that, that, that could you you might appreciate this aesthetic that like nuclear age future because uh, it's like a very fallout esque oh, kind yeah. of idea. Because it's like this is the I was future. Definitely getting fallout vibes from those. Yeah, fallout vibes. Fallout vibes. <laughs> fallout vibes. We talked about that. We and Decker used to talk about fallout. A fallout lot, all the time. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. I love fallout. You're, wel- <laughs> you're welcome to cook on it. I'll just like listen and <laughs> maybe cut it out after. But we'll start our own <laughs> podcast. Oh yeah. Just like Could- talk. We can just like wait, wait, Decker. What do you think of seventy six? I haven't played it. I don't really want to. I'm not gonna either. I haven't um, touched it. I still pretty pretty much only play New Vegas. Even four is just too eh for me. Yeah, well, it's the voice it acting. It doesn't look like shitty enough. <laughs> <laughs> it looks nice. Yeah, the world is nice. Yeah, it, it that that setting only really benefits from like really fucked up city, a really empty desert. It doesn't make you feel like dirty when you play it. Like New Vegas is like Ew. like 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's like there's a there's there's a snake in my boot kind yeah, of vibe, exactly. you know? yeah, but like, uh it's like shit like i feel like i'm actually playing a game that looks like shit you know sweet apocalypse looks like not shiny yeah also i don't like i don't like the aesthetic that it's like there's grass but also all the trees are barren right. it's like it's like pick one is it is it gonna be a garden state or not i don't well, know i feel like so many video games now they're like they put so much emphasis into making like oh well this looks so real like when you first open it like tricks you into thinking it's a good ass game just because like the nature looks so good like, yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> okay that was that was all yeah. aj we got it <laughs> we got it out of the way has there ever been a like a first person shooter game where you could merc the president <laughs> you guys yeah. want to hear some one star reviews yeah please yeah, yeah all right so this is actually half a star i lied it comes from michelle uh, and she says, the dumbest shit I've ever saw. <laughs> I've ever saw. <laughs> that's fucking sad. That's like, that, that might be satire. <laughs> uh, this comes from a Will Dupe or Will Dupe. I don't know. I mean, I hate gray now. Clever. Uh, this comes from Megan Hart. Two hours of me being confused and not knowing French. That's kind it's of like, like a you problem. <laughs> yeah, right. There's nothing really to be confused about. I was I was confused for a bit because I was like, am I supposed to know? Like, is there <laughs> deep? Am I not? Do I not get it? Like, <laughs> no. That's the that's the one issue with this movie is that it doesn't ever welcome you. It doesn't ever be like. It's never like okay, here you go. It, it just, starts it just... and it ends. I was yeah. expecting it to. It it took me. Until I got to about 30 minutes in, I was like, maybe even longer. I was like, okay, this is a really artsy intro. Very cool. Yeah, it's got that shit of like uh, a a drama where they start with five minutes of just quiet world building of the surroundings and then like a high priced lawyer comes in and you meet them. It's like their world building. They're showing me like the vibe. I'm getting it. In like 30 minutes, like, okay, starting to pick up now. I think we got a character. It looks like he's about to do something. He's waiting for like. A, bu- a bus. The, the height yeah. of action in this movie is like a character uh, trips on an umbrella. And then I got about 40 <laughs> minutes in. I was like, nah, this, I guess this is the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just kind of, yeah. There, it, it never ever like says like, it, it, it's kind of like it never opens the door for you. It right. just kind of expects you to like walk in. I don't know. Right. It's like, yeah. it's just like, I don't know, have fun with it. Like, yeah. Just watch us go up the wrong way on a flight of stairs. I'm just making, I don't remember if any of this is in the movie, but it feels like it should be. It, yeah. it could be. It doesn't really matter. That's the whole thing. It could be. Yeah. Uh, the French, w- their Charlie Chaplin would like not be like a bumbling of like I'm probably <laughs> fucking clumsier than. Like, <laughs> like he was like confused on like where to go, and everyone was like looking at him like he was like <laughs> Mr. Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just he's wearing like a dumb hat, but and kind of lost. <laughs> that was yeah. like their their game for that physical comedian is like <laughs> all right you're not sure if you go left or right right i got the friends you're like well man what a fucking idiot this guy's so goofy he's just kind of a guy that's a little bit clumsy it's like look at his dumbass outfit like, <laughs> like he looks i thought he looked good like, yeah he has yeah. a coat and a scarf everyone else uh, he wears does a boxy have, oh, no, no, he, he, he does have a bow tie on oh that's freak kinda, you, and he's got, like, his, you can see his ankles and he's yeah. not wearing black yeah yeah true his socks are kind of wacky but yeah. <laughs> other than that it would just be like a regular outfit now <laughs> yeah it would be it'd be your going outfit now 
Um, the... So, is it crit criteria? What's this criterion? Criterion. Yeah, the Criterion Club? Collection. Collect criterion. No, what, Club. What's the what's the what's the, <laughs> the the new podcast name? It's Criteriacast. Criteriacast. I'm sorry. I Our Criteriacast and uh, Stupid Babies are those two different podcasts now. Um, Stupid Babies nah. is kind of like our dead name now. Like we're okay. the same, basically same format, but now we talk so about like good the, movies. Do you, I like the, do you still do anything that's not in the Criterion, or are you just doing Criterion? We'll do um, every once in a while if there's like a movie that comes out that we like. Right. We're doing an episode on Barbie, regardless of what. Right. Oh, I'm so wants. excited! Yeah, I'm so yeah excited. that is a, that was a must. Joker two, whenever that comes okay. out, like that's gonna get a full four hours devoted to it. Well, just I, to... I, I would if people haven't already. Um, RSVP'd. I would love to be on Joker. I'll put your name oh, on the yeah. schedule. It's not coming out yeah, for yeah. another year, so. Right. <laughs> Wait, did it get delayed? I thought it was coming out sooner. I don't know. They need time, man. You can't just rush it. Yeah, you gotta fucking, you know, gotta cook on that one for a little bit. It's gonna be a gem. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, like, I what if Joker was... Two is the one that actually causes like a mass shooting? <laughs> not Joker One, but. <laughs> Well, what if, what if like Joker Two causes like Lady Gaga's fans to, like become yeah, it's like, like Lady extremist. Gaga. <laughs> it turns out they're L little, monsters. little monsters. Yeah, little monsters. <laughs> <laughs> the little the little clowns. We can like I don't know. Like, what's a good like name for Harley Quinn's followers? Like the little little puddins. Honestly, little puddins. monsters probably works. Little monsters. Oh, yeah, because Daddy's well. little monster too. Yeah, it's oh, a lateral yeah. move for Lady Gaga, just going from pop icon to the clown prince of crimes okay secondhand. here here's something do you think we'll see as many lady gaga harley quinn costumes as we do um absolutely. As we when, no when, i'm, I'm saying so. absolutely dude oh yeah. my god yeah the, sta <laughs> the stands are gonna be out it's it's such a simple costume already it's like a red jacket with a, a ska shirt underneath like it's so easy to do so, uh, such an iconic performer and I, I don't know i don't think it'll top i don't think it'll top the amount of suicide squad harley mm. well it's a different crowd that's going to be dressing true. up as the two these true. two versions of the character much like the character itself having a deep lore and backstory the people who put on these halloween costumes are also very right. so i have a i have a, I have a different take i i think just so incels have no self-awareness so they're really eager to dress up like the joker i think i think the only people that are going to want to dress up like this harley quinn are fem cells and i feel like fem smelt fem cells are smart enough not fem to cells. show up yeah fem i feel cells. like i feel like fem cells are smart enough not to like oust themselves you know no, it's not it's i'm telling you it's not going to be them it's going to be like lady gaga stands who are just like you need a last minute costume they go to a thrift store they find a red jacket and some white think... face paint I still think they want to be hot and they're going to go with like the whole like, uh, you know, Margot Robbie look like Decker was saying, you know, like you have you you're going to look like an incel if you wear that costume. Stem cells. <laughs> <laughs> the, those are those are fetuses fetus gotcha. you can't get any stem cells. The new stem cell movement. <laughs> Just people in like the science field you can't get laid stem cell. <laughs> we need ladies in stem cell yeah. <laughs> right now it's women instead not women women ladies, ladies. Uh, hello ladies uh, aj delete that that's a note for future me <laughs> um let's do some trivia time uh, so the elaborate set had its own roads, electrical systems, and a fully working elevator. Yeah, he 
he was kind of batshit crazy about his set. That was yeah, that is, that is insane. I was expecting there to be like, and a bowling alley, and a high school. <laughs> and honestly, he had some. He had that whole roundabout made too. That weird road he had made. He just. It's like he had so many scenes that were like super unnecessary, and like. I think the restaurant was fine. The, all the office buildings were fine. The elevator is a little weird. Well, the whole time like, I'm like, damn, Francis really used to look like this because I figured they just shot in the street no. like normal people. I thought, I thought a lot no. of it was just like paintings in the background. Yeah. That's yeah, what I it was. a lot of it was. I think a lot of it was to save cost. Yeah. A lot, all, the buildings, all those buildings are not real in the background, but all the, all like the, every interior is completely built, which is weird. There was one part where I thought, and this could have just been me, I thought they were using, like, mirrors or some shit to, like, make it, like, look, to, like, appear, like, a larger space. Could be. I know they had cardboard cutouts of extras to Uh, fill in the space, yeah. You, I got, you you can catch one of those in one of the very earlier scenes when he just, like, when he first gets in the building, you just see a cutout, like, cardboard guy, and you're like, what the fuck is that? What is that? I just figured it was part of the world, but, like, yeah. I just thought they had the yeah. We're all just cardboard, cardboard cutouts working in a box. <laughs> I mean, that flesh, is kind of a flesh film. sacks on a floating rock. Fill my carcass full of hot, hot mud. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's do some more thoughts on Jacques Tati's playtime. Um, vamp while I look at my notes. Um, let's talk about you know, you talk about uh, drop a beat. Okay. <laughs> Yo, playtime. Oh, <laughs> Deckard, have you seen uh, Nathan for you or any of that? I have, yes. The, it was reminding me of the episode Smokers Allowed, where <laughs> uh, I don't, if you guys listening haven't heard it, it's to get around the smoking ban. He sets it up like it's a live theater performance. <laughs> and it's just they put curtains in front of a bar and people watch, just people go around. That's kind of yep. what this movie felt like. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> What would your premise be if you were to do Playtime 2? <laughs> Playtime 2, oh, he's fuck. back. The Playtime ending? <laughs> okay, well, first of all, so I'm assuming Jacques Tati is dead, so it would have to open on his funeral. They'd have, like, a Black Panther-style funeral for Jacques Tati <laughs> okay, in their weird yeah. gray office building. <laughs> no, just Playtime, but it's in Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> Playtime Wakanda forever. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, our fucking booster packs are so silly. Like... <laughs> Our world is changing. <laughs> Look at these alloys, aren't they? F- it like ends with someone else yeah. taking up the mantle of Monsieur Hulot. <laughs> In the end, the fucking vibranium, you know, huts still collapse anyway. <laughs> I'm so glad that these movies are dying out. What do you mean, the Marvel movies? Yeah, I think Marvel's heading for an iceberg. Oh, dude, they've been crashing for a while. Yeah. They're like main villain is probably going to go to jail. Who's that? Uh, Jonathan Majors. He's playing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kang. Yeah, he's playing their new, like, big baddie. And, you well, know, he's just, just got arrested they'll just for. Mul- they'll just pull Kang from, like, another fucking multiverse. Yeah. Wait, what, do like... he... wait, wait, wait what, what do he do? Yeah, like, his girlfriend in public or something. Yeah, oh. he got arrested for assault. And then his lawyer tried to, like, 
show that he was innocent by releasing texts between them and it's just like so clear that he's manipulating her he's like no baby i'm sorry it was all my fault i'm sorry like that's what all the texts say he just got dropped by he just got dropped by his management too woke culture not letting us (laughs) we're like woke conda forever I mean, here's here's my thing because like all those guys that are like doing those superhero like movie like roles, they're all clearly on steroids. So it's like, what do you guys expect? You get a bunch of fucking like narcissists on steroids. Yeah, we're also gonna beat the shit of somebody. Yeah, you get a bunch of fucking narcissistic actors and then you inject them with hormones. Like (laughs) chaos is gonna ensue. Yeah. So imagine that happens to Jonathan Majors. Imagine if you injected like. Jared Leto with Chris Evans steroids. Oh, dude, he's just gonna be assaulting everyone for more Morbius too. Or Ezra Miller. Oh, <laughs> get them out of here. <laughs> That's you yeah. Need, they need steroids. I'll fix them. Dude, they need. <laughs> what if that was they? They come back. They're no longer a degenerate. They just get super into like lifting and yeah. MMA. <laughs> They do the Logan Paul route, where after they get canceled, they just start fighting. <laughs> oh, is, is it Logan or the other one? They both, they both do it. Yeah. Oh, okay, dude. What the fuck? People that got into that, I'm so confused. Like people that got he's into fighting like... Nate. He's fighting Nate Diaz. Jake Paul's fighting. What the fuck? He's just dude? cheering. I, he's a dude who has. He is a super athletic guy. He has so much money that he has so much time yeah access to the best trainers in the world that's all he has to do and then he cherry picks retired mma fighters who are like so far past their prime and have taken so much damage oh yeah well didn't didn't, this whole thing didn't he just just like fight like one of tyson fury's little brothers and get his his half brother yeah Yeah. it was like a kind of close fight kind of embarrassingly close like he, he lost for sure. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't pay for them, but sometimes I'm no, curious yeah. enough to watch the stream. Oh, I want to see him lose. Yeah, <laughs> I'll watch. I'll watch like the day after clips where I'm like, okay, who won? Who lost? Like with the whole like right. Adesanya fight recently, I was like, I was like, I did spring on that one and try to watch the stream, but I I watch every single UFC event. I'm a nerd. Yeah. I I don't I don't miss them. I respect that, but like that. I don't know. I don't. I don't ever feel like paying money for a stream. Oh, I watched them illegal. I for legal. I watched them legally. <laughs> the wait, feds listening so to this podcast. So wait, Deckard. In a hypothetical world, if you were to stream it illegally, where do you stream it at? And this is how you build a bomb. I could hypothetically. <laughs> I can hypothetically send it to you, but I, I don't okay. want to. I don't want to get it shut down. Hypothetically, send it to me, maybe on Insta. Yeah, or... definitely. Hell yeah! Thank you. So you guys talking about like Jake Paul and other YouTubers fighting, it made me think like, do you think a movie like this, a searing satire of modern times would be able to work like just a movie alone? Because there's so much that's easily a spoofable in modern society that like, if back in the 60s, the biggest thing that could spoof is that people go to work in an ugly building. Like imagine how much material there is now. Um, yeah, you could totally spoof things, like, like, do a similar satirical, like, but subtle. <laughs> I mean, satire doesn't have to be subtle, obviously. I think it benefits if it is. But, like, um, I feel like with the whole influencer thing, I think people try to do it far too, like, on the nose. I think you could do it subtly in the in a tasteful way. Like, I don't know. Did you guys see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? 
Mm-mm. No, I really want to. Bodies Wait, to the that, third. Is that the one with um, Adam Driver and Bill Murray? No. Oh, no. That's uh, fucking... I, I hate that movie, the one you're talking about. I can't remember what it's <laughs> called. I haven't seen it yet. The Dead Don't Die. That movie is yeah. a snooze. And it's that not movie's, good. That movie's got a lot of really on-the-nose satire, too. Like, uh, Steve Buscemi plays, like, a Trump supporter, but his hat just says, Make America White Again. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Um, no, what was I talking about? <laughs> the rich person in Hollywood's idea of, like... Oh, Bodies Cubed. <laughs> bodies Cubed. That was a, a satire of modern culture, like how everyone lives online and uses TikTok and stuff, but it's like a murder mystery as well. So I don't think you can just do a straight satire. You have to, like, inject elements of it into other stuff like they're always just like all right uh, for the tiktok like so fake and that's actually a plot point about how people die is like because of their social media it's not cringe i swear everything i just said sounds so fucking cringe it's not yeah it's See, not it's, cringe it's, it's a lot of fun it's it's, it's also you keep, it's hard to sell somebody you know on like, i know no satire. straight up because i remember noah tried to sell me on uh bodies to the third way back when he saw it and i was like nothing you're saying sounds good that's right you just, cannot you can't describe I feel like it, gets, it gets so dated when like it immediately is like oh my god when they put in like a fucking tiktok or this yeah i know what I, I hate most is is when and they've been doing this for like you know at least a decade when they're like texting and they're like Whoop! like shows up yeah. on the screen like when they're texting like a, yeah, and there's really Crazy. been no way to convey texting on film that is cinematic. You can guys see that movie. Oh, sorry, go ahead, go. No, you can get like I guess you can get like like almost meta satire where you're satirizing the people satirizing you know in like social media where you're that's like, just Deadpool, media's... man. No, 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 no. I meant like God, that that pissed me off that right there. <laughs> God, that's no. freaking Morty, bro. <laughs> I mean, you have to have a pretty big IQ to understand. <laughs> Fuck yeah! No, I just mean like you, if you just like ironically were like, you know, social media is really good for you, and you'll benefit from being on it all day. Wubble a dub dub. That's um, yeah. That's a, a great response when anyone's describing any movie or TV show. Oh, oh, like Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck okay, yeah, no, like Rick and Morty. Sure. <laughs> God. All right, out of twelve, what do you guys give this movie? Uh, 12 i give it an 11 it's just me though i think i'm very biased i like this movie a lot i'd give it an 8.5 i was i was gonna say nine <laughs> well i'll round down then eight. Oh, dude, okay that's mean that's 66 percent when you guys are i, I could go to seven gabe do when it you guys are rating a movie if like, i dare you out of out of 10 is five is that 50 percent? is that like an f to you like grade that wise is or is it see to me a five is like that's average five is five like, is mid yeah it's a completely average any movie that is don't have an opinion on is five i just be like whatever i don't care i saw it like i'm not gonna spend my time worrying like it's the special cases like joker where i i bust it down <laughs> lower i uh i i i just take the skill with that scholastic approach where it's like a 60s a d which to me is like passing and fine right. but 50s bad like a gentleman six <laughs> yeah no, but like you know, like uh, well, 
I mean, there are movies I've rated like one star where objectively I just love watching, like Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> you turn that on, oh, I want to watch dude. it. I think the movie's so fucking funny. I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. That, that's, that's objectively a bad movie that I love, you know? Okay, get, realistically, most Star Wars is fucking bad. Yeah. Well, Revenge of the Sith is good. Revenge of the Sith has some of the funniest lines. Star Wars fans are always like, oh my god, I love Star Wars, but only like this, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. So, yeah. like, that <laughs> bad. But you have to watch it. That's why I don't consider myself a Star Wars fan because like ninety percent of it is garbage that I don't like. Like I like the old movies, and then I love ironically watching Revenge of the Sith just because I think it's so fucking funny. You know, you know what you I were did? the chosen one, Anakin. <laughs> you, you know what I did? Because like growing up, one of my favorite movies was the Clone Wars. I watched that like a year or two Clone ago. So fucking bad. Holy fuck! I was a re- I was just I was it's, such a stupid kid because that movie is so painful to sit through. It's crazy that Ahsoka went from like such an annoying fucking like oh my god, like this kid's head yeah. off. Yeah. Um, so like actually like a character that people like. Yeah, she's live action now too. She was right. hanging out with Baby Yoda. I don't like that honestly. They can they can stop doing that. They can stop making everything so interconnected. You know. I'm, I'm not watching the shit, so I don't care. Yeah, that's fair. Well, how the first under- two? How do you understand everything? I won't. <laughs> and I'm fine and, with that. Yeah, Disney got has gotten really annoying with like trying to interconnect everything where it's like, well, now, you know, the Doctor Strange is in, you know, WandaVision and Wanda is in the Fantastic Four and I'm not watching all the John Kaczynski. Yeah, I cannot do it. No, I haven't watched a single one because it's I like, watched, it sounds I watched like a headache. Moon, I watched Moon Knight just because I'm a big fan of the comics. And it was oh, yeah, it was yeah, pretty good. It was good. I mean, it's Oscar um, Isaac. He's kind of yeah, like, yeah. It was kind of. It, it didn't really like. He wasn't connected to the rest of it, which is nice. Like, no, yeah. I liked What If. I thought that was fun, but the rest of them, I've gotten maybe like two episodes in before I'm like, I just, I, I don't care. There's so much I haven't done yet I, in life that. <laughs> why, why would I, I spend am, to, to eight me, hours? Marvel shit is so weird. As like someone who grew up reading that shit, because it's like the shit that gets popular with the fans. It's like. It's not the shit that's popular in the comics. You know what I mean? Like, now we think Marvel, like, the big guy, like, Iron Man, Captain America. Like, those are the faces yeah. of Marvel. But, it's but like before Spider-Man. these movies came out, like, no way. It was, it was like, Spider-Man and, like, Hulk. The X-Men. Wolverine, to... yeah. X-Men, yeah. No, yeah now it's, yeah. like, the really popular characters. Like, oh, Scarlet Witch has her own TV show. Like, what? Like, Who the fuck? Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> you, you told me that before. Like, I'd be like, like no way. Like, Loki? He's I know. That. Not that they're like minor characters, but it's just like you never think like, oh, Bucky and Falcon get their own show before like Hulk TV shows them. Before that, we have like a good Superman movie. Oh, exactly. I think been... Man of Steel. Man of Steel was okay. It's okay. Ooh. We're not Man of Steel fans on this podcast. No. Yeah, we had. We tore okay. that shit to shreds. Yeah, we had like we had an existential. I had an existential crisis on Man of Steel. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was better than Batman versus Superman. I mean, that's not hard. <laughs> that was oh my god, Jesse Eisenberg is so annoying about. Oh uh, yeah, that was painful. I think that monkey's on Wait, hold on, no, <laughs> Blowhorn. I forgot I made a referendum. Yeah, you, you, made a, you made a rule. <laughs> Fuck! I have to cut all that out anyway. I made a rule that we, if we reference the Snyder verse, we I'm cutting it regardless of how good the bit is. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about fucking Jacques Tati's playtime. Yeah, back to that. 
So what kind of did this leave a big like legacy? Like did it change like did it inspire other shit or I mean honestly uh, I I don't know. I didn't see any sort of cultural changes. No, it's always so, listed by directors as their favorite movie, but this this movie is really weird because it has such like a weird cult following and it has no cultural impact. Like it flopped, it didn't really get released in the States. Um, yeah, like could you have gone to go see it back no, in the day? No, I don't think so. I think that was part of the, one of the production issues is that why it also did so poorly is that it wasn't again, also the production company didn't want to fucking make this movie because it was over budget and over time so frequently. I, I think they were just like released it in France and then it just fucking died over there. So that's 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 I mean, I don't think and I also think even if this had like a very fucking um broad release it wouldn't have taken off because it's no like, people would not have gone to see this you can't bill this movie you're gonna what would the promo be one well, shot from actually next... one of the In problems a world where <laughs> technology is silly one of the problems one with man. Distribution... <laughs> so there's actually something about that uh with the distribution one of the reasons it flopped is that jacques tati didn't want it playing in any theater that wasn't equipped with like a 35 millimeter or 70 millimeter projector and oh the stereoscopic sound and it's like so few theaters had that that yeah, jacques kind of a fucking idiot like he's a, i think he's creative he's an artist you know i think he's an artist but he's an idiot you know <laughs> he's just a silly goofy guy honestly he is he makes oh and well that's not even that's in the weeds but like yeah it's just dude imagine know. watching this with the 2023 fifth grader <laughs> holy fuck that... like how long do you think they could physically watch it i think i think i think they wouldn't make it past the intro that'd be a no, fun endurance show like make modern fifth graders watch classic <laughs> surreal movies like, but, like bet on it and see how long they could fucking like, eight and a half yeah will you win the a million dollars like six you watch eight and a half longer than a fifth grader <laughs> <laughs> yeah no none of them would none of them have an attention span and it's not their fault i don't have an attention span yeah. anymore i know i'm you know, i struggled well i struggled to watch this movie and i liked it i know um, just turning yeah. on the movie i was just like i'm gonna have to watch a movie Two that's hours. just exhausting yeah. i know yeah, by myself <laughs> i know i'm like at the point where it's like three hour podcast yeah i'll listen to that i, um, I feel weird I, I can't watch a movie by myself i can't like hold myself accountable for like watch it <laughs> i have to do my the only way i can watch it by myself is fully like laptop on my chest right at my face <laughs> like, <laughs> it, like it's pinning me down I, I need a tv i need to i need to experience i need yeah. to eat I like what I like to do before I watch anything is I like to like gorge myself on some food so I'm like really lethargic <laughs> and I'm not gonna get up and do anything and then I'm just like I put it on my TV and I lock in headphones and I wrap myself in a blanket then I, then it's like I'm locked in I'm like okay I don't want to move we're, we're I stuck. had to go charge my phone in the other room to make sure I didn't like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God we're a bunch of we're a bunch of dummies yeah we're fucked <laughs> we're no it's not our fault like this is we're less you know, fucked than gen a gen alpha is that gen alpha yeah we're yeah we're gen z yeah we're gen, gen z yeah. we're the, we're like like the gen old z. men of gen z i like, love saying gen like, z yeah back in my day we had 3g not 5g <laughs> back in my day you had to wait a whole two minutes on the, of mm. ads yeah i got wi-fi a wi-fi hate <laughs> <laughs>
All right, on that note, uh, let's wrap this shit up. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Deckard, what are your final thoughts on this movie? Oh, good movie, wow! <laughs> <laughs> Number one! <laughs> it, um, Gabe, what, or, no, I'll go, Gabe. This you is go. Yeah, um, yeah, like I said, it's a real, I get it movie. It's a real, I respect it. I'm like, yeah, you made a good movie. Good for you. He did the job. A, not gonna probably watch this five times no no probably never again glad i saw it again you yeah know, yeah i could watch i could write a paper on it but i'm not gonna turn it on at the sleepover i can and feel i can feel smart when i tell people i've seen it exactly this is the whole podcast is just us watching movies to feel smart <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um and i'm giving this one a 84 out of 102 great um yeah this movie um makes me feel pretentious whenever i bring it up but uh it's still one of my favorites and i have to deal with the fact that i'm probably a snob uh i don't care it's good uh do i watch it a lot <laughs> fuck no <laughs> god damn it decker just changes head to a panda <laughs> yeah fuck uh no so like do, do I, is this a movie you're gonna bust out once a year no this might be a movie you watch like every few years but you're like oh yeah i remember why i like this Fuck off, Decker. <laughs> are you like, are you like owing, or is that just the thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just opening my. It might, gets my tongue too. Uh... All right, on that fucking, on that note, this movie's good, and you better watch it, or you're a little stupid baby or Zack not, Snyder fan. If you don't get it, you're dumb. Yeah, yeah, basically. The takeaway you should take away from every episode is that uh, if we like a movie and you don't, you're either a dumb or b lying to sound cool, or you're a Zack Snyder fan. <laughs> or just hey, hey. you know he you know he watches these just like seeding like, like, i'll get you i dude when we were covering snyder i kept having recurring nightmares that Zack snyder confronted me at my job <laughs> dude you, you that's a weird dream that would, that would be hard what if he was just like why I, I worked really hard on that movie i would feel bad honestly <laughs> i would be like i'm so sorry honestly you're I right would, i would bully Zack snyder I would love to get him on the podcast. That's the be all end all. You should you should invite him. Yeah, just send him a feeling. I'm sure he's uh, never gotten that before. Some show him to his, show you, to his know house. What? you know what? I think I think this would work if I was like, hey, Zack Snyder, if you can't deadlift more than me, you gotta come on my podcast. And I think I could make him come on. I think I think he would take that challenge. You should do the the old fashioned like boomer. Just show up and give him an application. Just like show up to his house, <laughs> a microphone. Who that microphone? Like okay, Zach, what do you think? Table, you know? <laughs> yeah, we bring the podcast to him. Well, wait, He's doing his yard. He's easy, easy yelling at you. You, <laughs> you get some of that audio in there featuring Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> Remix it to be like, I love your podcast. <laughs> No, what we could do on his on his next like whenever he's doing his next movie we could like just like try to harass him on set and like sit outside the set with a microphone and be like zach zach whenever he comes out yeah um, these are all Th options thomas and i did that outside of rufus wainwright rufus wainwright's tour bus and we got yelled at by his um <laughs> Like security we're like rufus rufus <laughs> what was it like to be in shrek <laughs> um yeah so thank you for listening to criteria cast this is a bold new era for us and already much more enjoyable than talking about stinky snyder movies uh be sure to come back next week give us 
five stars. I don't know what you do on the various platforms you listen to, but share it with everyone you can, even if you hate them, especially if you hate them, share it with them. Uh, maybe send them one of our worst episodes. But yeah, thank you for listening. If you didn't get this far, fuck you. And we'll see you at the movies. Ha 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 ha!